Hey everybody, welcome back to the D Rich Show. This is D Rich. Happy Monday, everybody. Today is April 12th, 2021. I hope everyone had an outstanding weekend, did something fun, new, and exciting, was able to kind of relax, chill out, um, and, you know, take a break from, you know, your normal day-to-day, Monday through Friday, whatever it might be. Um, if you had to work, um, I hope that, you know, you did a good job at whatever it is that you do. But anyway, guys, uh, welcome back. We are fresh to another week. And um, always be grateful, thankful, and appreciative to uh, be able to want to do the things that you like regularly, consistently as possible, and try to be the best at it. Uh, But anyway, guys, again, I just want to say to wherever you are um, in the world, I just want to say hello. I hope that you guys are um, well and, and good spirits and good energy. And your day is off to a um, rock solid solid start. So anyway, guys, we're going to get into uh, the coin market cap uh, right away. Um, As you can see, we did hit the $2 trillion market cap. So crypto is pretty much here to stay. um, And uh, we'll see a flood more money coming into the market probably here soon um, as Coinbase preps and gets ready for their IPO coming up on the 14th. Uh, but anyway, guys, Bitcoin's dominance has fell to 54.3% and Ethereum as well at 11.9%. Last week it was up over 55% and up over 12% for Ethereum. So that's pretty good for the market because other, um, as we can see, if you've been paying attention to the market, Bitcoin is trading at $60,048. Ethereum at 21.36 with some change attached and um, Binance coin is again very very impressive and <clears throat> excuse me if you guys have been listening to um, the channel for a while um, I was uh, interested in probably getting in that at $185 and it never came back down to that price so um, some price action lost but no worries because um, you know you're just um, happy to see assets um, explode like this, and, um, and it's, it's impressive. So Binance is at uh, 574 bucks. I think it touched over uh, $600 um, not too long ago. <clears throat> XRP is at $1.37, um, up over 83%, almost um, 84% over the last week, guys. Right now, um, as we talked about last week, uh, right before we ended um, going on to the weekend, I did say I thought it would go up um, like I thought. I thought it would at least hit a dollar fifty something um, and, you know, retrace. But it did something similar. Um, it retraced and um, it's still holding steady in the dollar thirty seven, dollar forty range. So, guys, again, uh, we've talked about, <clears throat> you know, dollar cost averaging. Um, and if you guys don't mind, give, allow me to give you a suggestion. If you guys are already established with your xrp bags um great um but if not here here's what i want you guys to understand don't ruin uh your dollar cost average trying to accumulate um at these higher prices um what i would do is as you have heard i like to build different platform portfolios so if you go to um, an exchange that has xrp or you've already put a ledger away or another ledger or however uh, you do it with your wallets 
um, keep those separate, um, then you would be able to determine from what stage um, you've accumulated at what cost, at what average. So you don't go and ruin up your profits. Say, for instance, if you were early an adopter at, I don't know, 20 cents, 15 cents, um, things like that, your average would significantly change if you begin to apply your new XRP at these at the dollar 37 dollar 35 whatever it might be you'll ruin it so build it on another uh, platform each platform should be uh, separate if you get what I'm saying as far as your dollar cost average accumulation on this platform that platform so on BitTrue I'll have a few XRP tokens not a few but enough um, and then <clears throat> say for instance you have Hotbit or any other platform like Uphold that allows you to purchase XRP, build them separately or things like that as your base separately, if you don't mind me uh, making that suggestion. Um, again, um, that's not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. That's just a suggestion. And that goes with any other asset as well. You could do that with any other asset as you're building um, each and other, um, every um, platform and portfolio. Anyway, let's get finished with the market cap so we get into some of the things that we we're going to talk about this week um, to start off the uh, week. Um, Cardano, $1.28, so it has to try to keep pace with XRP. So um, I do believe Cardano will begin to appreciate and value um, as well as XRP has taken over uh, the number four spot um, and left Cardano kind of in the dust um, for the moment. Um Polkadot, $39.91. Uniswap, $34.62, up 15% um, over the last 24 hours. And Litecoin at $243.94. And at number 10, you got Chainlink at $32.40. Okay, so again, um, Chainlink has, has been steady around the $32, $33 mark, $34 mark. Um, so if you guys are into Chainlink, as Chain, uh, Link continues to stay in that phase, um, you know what? You could go 30, 60, 90. You could get three for 100 or whatnot. There you go. Um, I don't know if you want to. I don't think I would spend my money that way, but, you know, I think that I was able to buy Chainlink early enough where, um, you know, it, it is what it is. But again, um, you do that if you can. Uh, I would say at least at this phase, at least trying to accumulate 10 to 15 or 20 chain link um, because at the end of the day what is the long-term vision of chain link you would hope that it's a thousand dollar token at some point anyway number 11 you got stellar at 57 cents it went all the way up to like 62 i think um over the weekend and um again trying to fight for that number 10 spot again it's about to change uh, when it comes to uh, movement in the coin market cap, some will be pushed out, some will move up, and things like that, vice versa, as the market becomes more liquid and more um, institutions or um, adoption uh, comes into play. So you could check out what the coin market cap has to offer with these tokens. Um, Tron is getting very impressive, okay? Um, Dogecoin is uh, pumping up a little bit. Um, so, you know, accumulate when you can and how you can. And again, if you can um, do yourself a favor, sometimes separate uh, the difference 
okay and eliminate the zero which means eliminate as many problems um, as you can when building your portfolio uh, so that you don't uh, mess up your dollar cost averages um, and you're you know basically losing that momentum that that particular uh, bag has uh, in store for you so create other bags move forward create other um, opportunities on other platforms as well so anyway guys i wanted to talk about the number of android apps on google play and the reason why i want to bring this up is because uh it's very important to uh, kind of understand where we are as far as adoption as far as uh cryptocurrency goes and if you think that cryptocurrency will just disappear um, maybe I can give you a little different insight or different, you know, thought process uh, when it comes to, you know, getting out of that mentality of thinking that that would uh, be a possibility of 99% of the cryptos disappearing. Well, let's look at it from this perspective. Uh, there's a 2.9 uh, million Android apps on Google Play. Okay. And it tells you right here percentages of low quality apps which is 14 percent okay and this is last updated april 11 2021 which was uh, yesterday all right and there's that many apps on uh google play um overall there's um also a hundred 1.85 million different apps okay now that is a lot of apps to um, be on uh, the, the devices that are already, um, you know, on your phone uh, ready to go. There's apps that I don't even know about that it has a different use uh, for a different person or a different individual. Sometimes I come across uh, people that say, hey, use this app. I'm like, what? I'm pretty sure that happens to you too. Uh, so just think about it this way. So if uh, it's already integrated on your phone. Um, there's going to be different cryptocurrencies or digital assets that will be um, used as a currency. It might be used as a token for utility. Uh, it might be for, you know, uh, whatever, a commodity, it, whatever it might be used for. I think that uh, there's going to be uh, the opportunity for these ads or excuse me, these apps to integrate with different technologies um, that will be interoperable um, and exchangeable for uh, liquidity uh, purposes uh, financial purposes um, so you never know so again guys um, do your due diligence and kind of come to your own uh, thought process to this um, so you know I have to ask you what is the likelihood of cryptocurrencies or 99% of cryptocurrencies going to zero you have to ask yourself because according to um, eCrypto news we have different types of cryptocurrencies okay and right now this is dated january 28th 2021 um, so far according to the coin market cap the total number of cryptocurrencies are 7812 with a total market cap of this is we just talked about the market cap being at two trillion so um, this is a couple months ago, so bear bear with the news um, being a little bit past. But what I want us to do is kind of come up to speed with 
the idea of those 7,800 uh, cryptos going to zero. I'm pretty sure there's been more added uh, since this time. Uh, so, you know, um, cryptocurrencies, as you can see, have taken the entire financial world by storm. And if you want to buy or trade crypto, there are many avenues to pursue crypto trading. Okay, it's like a traditional trading market. You could buy, you could hold, you can uh, build your portfolio um, in different types of ways. Whenever the term cryptocurrency is mentioned, many associated with the financial freedom and opportunity. Great innovators and creators have flocked to the space to join the revolution of financial disruption. However, with so many technological advancements and innovations like being able to buy Bitcoin with PayPal taking place in this space, crypto projects and companies are increasing with each passing day. Okay, there was a time when one can count the types of numbers of cryptocurrencies on the one hand, but today this is no longer possible. The crypto market has grown rapidly in the last five years with all these cryptocurrencies, IEOs, ICOs, STOs, coins, scams, tokens, blockchain companies, and forks. It becomes quite challenging to make sense of the crypto world. So guys, if you guys are early adopters in cryptocurrency or digital assets, um, we are um, pioneers. We are um, the ones that um, are going to um, help bring on adoption um, because what happens is a lot of us don't realize is that things have to naturally happen um, so you know people don't get freaked out or uh, whatnot. So and it's with us the early adopters, our patience, pays off because we are the new teachers and the educators financially for the financial world to come uh, to be and we have to um, embrace that um, because at one point we were um, financially illiterate if you want to say that word um, or not sound um, when it comes to you know the time we put in the efforts that we put into kind of educating ourselves and kind of realizing that cryptocurrencies are whatnot are going to disrupt the traditional markets and I'm going to get into that here in a bit with some um, information that's coming out with the administration at hand and how um, other institutions like the bankers are kind of in conflict with each other so anyway guys as you invest in cryptocurrencies there's going to be some scams there's going to be different types of tokens that are going to be integrated with the apps that we discussed okay the millions of apps that are available so um, kind of wrap your mind around that it's just like with anything some things come some things go but not all of it okay so you know invest in the good projects the right projects do your due diligence there's some good folks out there that makes uh, very uh, good recommendations when it comes to assets you just have to look for them um, but then follow up on your own terms as far as um, educating yourself um, getting uh, more information every single day because this is kind of where we need to go and um, if you guys are new um, you know coinbase I'll leave I'll leave a link in the description if you guys are new um, you can get started with coinbase again um, this is just one of the platforms that I use. I also use BitTrue. I also use, uh, I will be starting um, 
to build my Binance.us account. I never really used it because I'm more in favor of BitTrue for some reason. Um, but what I've decided to do over the last, you know, course of a few months is started to um, build other platforms um, so that I have different assets maturing um, because some platforms don't offer certain assets. So again, if you guys are um, with Coinbase, um, you can disregard this. But if you're not, you know, here's an opportunity for you to get with Coinbase um, and get started with um, investing with your digital assets. And anytime you guys have any questions or whatnot, feel free uh, to uh, leave a comment or question or whatnot um, in the description. And, and most definitely I'll follow up with you and give you, you know, my best um, ideas uh, moving forward so that you can be successful. If I'm successful, you're successful. And um, the only way that I'm successful is if you are successful. Anyway, guys, um, I just wanted to point this out because what I was just talking about, things happening naturally. Sometimes you have to um, let optics be a part of the situation and let other people do things that you want done and not have the back push or the back, you know, the, the hold up. Um, Biden wants to shut down credit bureaus. What would that mean for you and I? Um, I'll get into this. Uh, one of the more fascinating platform ideas of the Biden campaign was the idea of transferring consumer credit ratings from Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion to a public registry under the Consumer Financial Protection Beirut. As reported by the uh, balance, this idea was examined in depth in paper published by a think tank called Demos in 2019. One major takeaway of that paper was that decisions drawing on credit data reproduce and spread existing uh, racial inequality, making harder to achieve true economic equity. Demos proposed the idea of public credit registry uh, in that paper. So basically, guys, I'm going to just put it to you like this. This is happening naturally as far as Nasara is concerned. Um, they'll do small things and it'll phase in and it'll become like a social norm and no one really knows it until it actually really happens and be like oh that's what that was about now i will say that this is where we're leading because i read up on some of this um i do believe everyone should have equity um, no matter what your race is no matter what your nationality your background is i don't believe um, and getting free stuff. I do believe in hard work. Um, so if you are just one of those persons who want to just sit around and just collect um, for free, um, okay, that's your choice. Um, but for me, I like to work hard for what you know I achieve. I feel a lot more better about it. Um, but again, you know, when it comes to uh, credit checks, when it comes to things like that, sometimes it is hard um, for us to get access to certain things as you can see access to an apartment and their ability to hold certain jobs in addition to the amount that they can borrow um, and the interest rate that they are charged um, these things do affect so some of the uh, racial um, background people um, in certain areas and whatnot okay um, so yes 
the lenders do have the certain uh, right to determine the risk of potential borrower. And the problem is the lack of transparency in the process. The three boroughs have slightly different calculation methods and data sources, which can result in the same person having three different uh, credit scores. Some of the criteria seem unusual and can be gamed. Uh, for example, it is better to have a high limit credit card and only charge part of it than to charge the same amount on a low limit credit card paying off a mortgage can reduce um, a credit score. So the story continues, you can read the rest of this, but what I wanted to point out with this, it could be good, it could be bad, but here we go again. We got Citigroup, Wells Fargo, Bank America, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, urge their shareholders to vote against racial equity oversight. I love it. This is what I like, guys. This was written by Derek Major on the 8th. The reason why I like this is because, guess what? Now they're fighting against one each other. How do you destroy the central bankers? How do you destroy the economic um, oversight and the overreach as far as placing the population in debt? In a debt type of system? You have them fight against each other and allow the people to see them for who they are and allow them to destroy themselves. This is what's happening, okay? They don't want their shareholders to contribute to racial equity audits or anything like that. They don't want the, um, they think that they've done enough for, uh, to address racial equity. Okay, guys, as you know, if you don't have certain credit, you don't have certain, you know, financial economic status, you know, you're kind of left out. And this is where all of this is going, where the money, um, the finance um, is going to go back to the people. And again, if you don't believe in the uh, Nasara Agreement or Act, I'm sorry to tell you, then you are missing the entire uh, picture of what's going on. You just have to look through the, um, what they call it, the matrix or the illusion uh, right now, uh, we are an illusion um, economy. Um, it's fluffed up if, uh, on on what? Trillions of dollars of stimulus, okay? Once that starts hitting the market, market floods the market, then at what point in time are we going to, you know, see some uh, retract? It'll stay stable. Then have a whole crap load of instability. But that's not here nor there. My point to you all is that these folks are fighting. They're disagreeing with one another. They think that they've already done enough. But again, there's people like you, there's people like me who think that they haven't done enough based on the fact that we are in a pandemic and we've only received, what, $1,400 um, or whatnot um, for stimulus, um, some stimulus in the past, and most people have been out of work. Most people, yes, they are getting back to work. However, you know, we have not seen the impact of these folks not being able to pay their mortgage for almost a year. Okay, wait till that starts popping up, the foreclosures, uh, things like that. It is going to tear this market apart. However, if you guys have been listening to this channel, you guys are preparing yourselves for those conditions. Okay, but it's going to be bumpy. It's going to be a tough road ahead. We just got to 
continue on that path, look forward to the light because the light is nearer than you think. Excuse me. Oops. So at the end of the day, guys, look at these folks. Let them destroy themselves. Anyway, I wanted to point out this since I read that article um, and telling you, you know, what's to come. Um, this book right here, um, Blockchain Revolution by Don Tapscott and Alex Tapscott. Do this uh, 10.99 on Amazon. I highly recommend this book because this book right here is going to tell you how uh, credit um, is going to be based, um, and and I'll give you some insight. Credit is going to be based on uh, social norms, like social social credit scores. Um, your peers are going to um, rate you and judge you. As you can see, you got four, four out of five stars, 4.1 or whatnot. Well, just think of it. When you get in an Uber, when you get in a Lyft, or you get in a, um, a DoorDash or some sort of delivery, um, you have a rating of that person and you have that information available of such and such person. Okay, well, you're going to rate that person. Are you going to, you know have a four-star delivery person five-star delivery person or two star delivery person and that's how social uh equity is going to be built um in the uh transition where the funds and the money goes back to the people um because this is how uh, the shared economy is going to begin to work not only that um you know there's going to be a whole bunch of other things in this book which describes uh, what's going to take place and how, uh, you know, the economy is going to work for people, how people are going to draw money out of the economy, how you're going to get your daily pay, things like that. Um, um, it's going to change. So I encourage you, if you have a skill, um, continue to work on it, continue to um build um your your dreams your goals um, because only you know what you want to do and hopefully cryptocurrency is that gateway to all of your goals and dreams coming true i do believe that they will come true um, as long as you're doing your part your part means okay not going out there wasting your money on stupid stuff okay not going and splurging on stupid stuff you know what those things are Okay. Sometimes you have to sacrifice. I've been sacrificing for three and a half, almost four years of trying to get to a point. I'm almost at a point, but the point has to come with a plan. It has to come with preparation and it has to come with doing it over and over and over and over and again, no matter how long it takes, you just do it until. So continue to do your due diligence, continue to read up and educate. So if you haven't read this book, I recommend it. If you have a Kindle, audio book is free. You can listen to it. You can get the hardcore, hardcover. You get the MV3. I don't get anything back from this. Only thing I get back from it is allowing you to know some of the things that I have read that I recommend to kind of get your mind wrapped around what's coming in the future. Anyway, uh, moving forward talking about Bitcoin and you know I want to say Bitcoin I want it to be successful but this is coming uh, from uh, crypto mom Hester Pierce 
you'd have to shut down the internet to ban Bitcoin, says SEC's Hester Pierce. This was written by Tyler Durden. Okay, and this is coming from Zero Hedge. Any government efforts to ban Bitcoin would be foolish, said Hester Pierce, aka Crypto Mom, a very Bitcoin friendly commissioner at the US Securities and Exchange Commissioner during a Market Watch virtual conference earlier this week, according to Crypto Slate reporter Liam Frost. I think we were past the point very early on because you have to shut down the internet. Pierce said, adding, I don't see how you could ban it. You could certainly make the effort. It would be very hard to stop people from trading Bitcoin. So I think it would be a very foolish thing for the government to try to do that. Not only that, but the government would immediately wipe out $2 trillion in net worth, the market cap of the crypto sector, and event that would have profoundly deleveraging consequences. And since much of the wealth is now backed by debt, for example, all of those debt-funded purchases of Bitcoin by MicroStrategy, such a move by the government would immediately destabilize the all-important debt market. The state meant came on the heels of Ryan Daly's a billionaire investor and founder of Bridgewater Associates, arguing that there's a good probability that governments around the world would ban Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Now, guys, here's the thing. Bitcoin is the first mover. Okay, it's like it reminds me of Napstar. Okay, it came and done it did what it was supposed to do, but you know what? It wasn't uh it, it, it couldn't be regulated. And you know when you get into regulations and you think that these things can't happen, uh Bitcoin could uh disappear. Okay, and um you know, there's the uh, nuclear reactors that uh, help with Bitcoin, um, which is about 65% in um, China on the, the Three Gorge Dam. Um, and then you have uh, the things that they've been promoting about outages, blackouts, dip, uh, glitches. And you've even heard me on this channel speak about those things. So there is a high probability that these things might happen. So, um, I don't want to say that it should happen. I just want to point out that it could happen. Um, and you know what? There's going to be a lot of sick people. And, you know, um, I hate to have it happen. And I don't want it happen to anyone. Um, this is why I've invested in the greatest digital asset ever, XRP. Um, and, and other ones um, that, um, you know, would have, you know, utility. Um, so, you know, again... Um, do your due diligence. I'm not a Bitcoin hater. I don't want to sound like that, but I also want to be able to be transparent with some of the information um, and possibilities out there of Bitcoin to actually going to zero. Um, you know what? I wouldn't be sad. I wouldn't be mad. Um, I wouldn't even I wouldn't want to relish in anyone's disappointment either. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, there's guys that uh, people talked a bunch of crap about XRP, not even being able to reach a dollar. But here we are. We're at a dollar thirty something. OK, and I expect it to go much higher and higher. So um, we have the digital asset that is on demand liquidity. So I don't know if they turn out the um, Internet and things like that. There's going to be the new Internet. And as we know, the lights might 
get turned on and turned off and turned back on again. Um, as we seen, okay, last week we had Facebook and other outages on some of these exchange uh, exchanges and some of the uh, things. We even had glitches with the stock market or someone breaking into the hacking of the SEC not too long ago. So at the end of the day, guys, pay attention to what's going on and what they're prepping you and getting you ready for. All right, guys, let's just move into some good news. And I ordered one of these uh, NBA Top Shop. Um, I purchased it and I wanted to go over it and open it with you guys today. If you guys are not into NBA Top Shop NFTs, I wanted to go ahead and open it with you guys today. So I got one common pack. Um, this is a Series 2, release 24. So let's go ahead and open it up and see what we get. I think it's kind of exciting for me. Let me see. Is it not going to open? Oh, there it is. Look at that. Check that out. So let's go ahead and open it up, guys. Let's see what we got. Be right there. Okay, let's see what we got. I think I think I get three cards or something like that. Oh. the reveal let me see what i'm about to steal let me get it i'm so real man i'm just how i feel let's get it all right we got a layup oh we got a john moran oh let me see all right we got see okay so you got the serial number right there 44 um, hundred out of 35,000. so that's not a bad one not a bad one. That's the job around. What we got? Oh, we got a John Wall. Not a bad, but a serial number is a little bit high. It's okay. Add into the stack. Add into that. Let me see what we got for the one. That's last. All right, we got a block. CD Osmond. Let me see what he got. Uh, coming back. Boom. Get out of there. Yep. That's it. So, yep, guys. I just uh, wanted to go ahead and put that out there. I hope I don't get any, uh, you know, copyright infringement with the music and stuff. So, but anyway, guys, I just wanted to go ahead and do that um, for you guys. Um, I thought it was a little bit exciting uh, for me to go ahead and do that. So, anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's video. I didn't want to make it too long, but I wanted to go over some information to kind of get you guys wrapped around uh, what's coming ahead as far as uh you know credit you know people's economy things like that um different applications that might interoperate with different type of cryptocurrencies different type of blockchains uh things like that and went over to market cap and um kind of seeing where we're at and trying to keep pace with you know other assets but anyway guys uh do your due diligence take your notes write your goals out um, and you'll be successful. Have a great rest of your Monday. God bless. Take care. And as always, treat everyone with class, dignity, and respect. Bye-bye.